And now it's time for Men in Charge in Brief. I'm Kevin Decker. And I'm Tony Flynn. Today's sketch is Exceptionally Great Pledge Breaks number two, which is a reenactment, as you know, of great pledge breaks from ancient or medieval times in order to cash in on them today for your local public radio station. And remember, each of these segments has an underlying question of ornithological, empirical, and biblical significance. So write in with your implicit question and you could win a valuable prize. Hello, I'm Sir Kenneth Quint Rigglesford Leatherby. Welcome to Exceptionally Great Pledge Breaks Through History, Part 2. Today, a dramatic reenactment of a pledge break from year 35,000 BCE, so crucial to the evolution of early humankind that we instantly thought to exploit it for our program. Greetings, and thanks for listening to WZUP, the last remaining NPR broadcast. I'm Rash, a Neanderthal. And I'm Courage, a slightly different Neanderthal. Yes, as you'll remember, we used to enjoy a really robust network of shouting cones and mirrors, bringing to you, wherever you are, programs you love, such as the Dead Radio Hour, bringing communion with your sacred ancestors weekly, and Crawl Things Considered, spotlighting the new fusion cuisines involving insects. Ah, yes, that was the way it was, until, one by one, shouting cones and their mirrors located along the border of Neanderthal territory with the Homo sapiens began to fall. Fall or burn? Yes, our elders questioned the Cro-Mignon humans who denied everything. You know, Courage, I think I'm having an idea. What, what if? Oh, wait, here comes our Homo sapiens floor manager for this pledge period, Wadge. Uh, I think it's Raj, not Wadge. <laughs> What's that you've got, Wag? Ah, messages from our smoke signal readers. These fleeting deer images indicate new pledges and challenges. We'll read them on the air. Thank you, Raj. Well, thanks go out to, let's see, the Dickinson family, the White Elk clan from beyond the heath out of Soft Rock, and Joga, the wise woman of the swamp. Thank you. And these roans tell of a listener challenge. Fog, the Homo sapiens, writes... I am cunningly pledging fresh water, innumerable hickory nuts, and jawbones of asses. But pledge break hosts, Courage and Rash, must take a long walk off short cliff before I give my awesome pledge. Well, well, that would bring this break to an early conclusion and certainly make our jobs a lot easier, huh? I don't know, Courage. <laughs> It smells wrong. Well, let's head towards Short Cliff, and we'll just trust that Fog the Crow Mignon honors his part of the bargain. We can count on our listeners. That sounds like we're not giving ourselves a lot of options if the humans snooker us. Oh, I'm sure they're good for it. 
we don't exactly live in a zero-sum, survival-of-the-fittest sort of world, do we, Rash? I guess, I guess you convinced me. What could go wrong? (laughs) And, Tony, it looks like a bit of paper with crayon on it has just been shoved under the studio door from Roy D. Skelton of Hamlin, Illinois. He asks... Is today's question, are the Cro-Magnons pulling the wool over the eyes of the Neanderthals? That's wrong. I mean, for one thing, wool hadn't been invented yet. And for another thing, you don't ask what the obvious premise of the whole sketch is. And that's why we're not going to reveal it. But what we are going to reveal is gratitude for our cat, Ann Porter, Nancy Roth, and Don Flynn. And thank you to Brian Lindsay, the man who is 34,720th in the British royal line of succession. 